Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com In Judaism, what... Uh I don't know if feast day is the right word, what, uh, you know, special day uh, falls around October that some people say is analogous with not so much Halloween, but with kind of All Hallows' Eve, that kind of thing. I don't know. The only, I don't know, Yom Kippur? Very good, yeah. Well played, Hugh. Yeah, so it's it's not it's not that it is uh, it's certainly not Halloween, but uh, it's it's. Uh, it's <laughs> I love just how carefully you're tiptoeing around this. <laughs> like we know nothing about this, and we're not going to mess it up. <laughs> um, it's it 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 yeah. I'm sorry. I I, I don't want to get off the <laughs> instantly cancelled. Welcome to Legitimate Likes, the spookiest podcast on the block. We look at humanity's fascinations and try to work out whether they're worthy of the hype. People like them, but are they legitimate? And more importantly, are they spooky? Hugh is my co-host, and he's spooky as all heck, aren't you, Hugh? I will, yeah. I'm, I'm trying, to be a, trying to be a real spooky boy today. I don't think you really matched my energy there. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I feel I feel I've achieved a level of calm on this podcast and I'm not sure I could spook it up. I'm not sure they believe it. You know, I'm not <laughs> sure it's in my character arc. No, no, has anything spooky happened to you recently? I mean, I I do, which might be a drawback for for this episode, but I tend to avoid spookiness. I'm not a great one for the for being scared now. But I am quite easily scared, I suppose. Um Do you reckon you're more easily spooked or more easily scared? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, scared. Scared, I think, than spooked. We'll come back to what that actually means. I did get scared on my bike the other day in broad daylight. I was uh, cycling um, sort of in the uh, relative countryside around Dublin. I was cycling up a hill and then something caught my eye on the right-hand side. And I sort of did. I was Well, actually, maybe I was spooked. Was I spooked or was I scared? Maybe I was spooked. I reckon it... I, I it probably began as spooking yeah. and then turned into s- scaring. Yeah, and this basically I s- thought I saw this figure moving on the right-hand side. Um, now, the right-hand side mm. was just a field. And then I looked in, and even then I thought, oh, my God, there's loads of them. But it turned out they were scarecrows. <laughs> so, so does that does that mean you're a crow? Yeah, or else they're... Or else they're scare people, maybe, and they're or they're just very effective scarecrows. Yeah, I think you start off as a spook crow, and then you develop into a scarecrow, and then it's a scare a, scro- a spook person, a scare person, <laughs> and a scroop pro, a scroop pro. Yeah, that's actually the little um, trowel that they carry. Scarecrows, just in case they need to dig yeah. themselves into the ground a little deeper. Yeah, speaking of digging ourselves into the ground a little deeper. If only we had someone to help us through this podcast, Hugh. Ooh, and can we can we spot someone in the dark? Can someone emerge 
Out of the Shadows. Is that a Halloween song? I don't know. Hello. That was me popping out of the shadows. Oh, you popped out of the shadows. Oh! I feel so spooked. I think you, you're you're not a spooky person, Anya. You you popping out of the shadows, sort of popping out in quite a cheery way, as though it's the shadows of your sort of well-run bakery, and you're about to, to open it up for the day. <laughs> well, brace yourselves, um, because this is going to be a spooky edition of the pod. Even that was cheery. Even that weird threat was so <laughs> cheerful. Can I just say, uh, did we did we know that scarecrows were still a thing, or am I exposing myself as a city boy there? Hang on, that's a good point, actually. Are they still a thing? Yeah, that feels like a technology that should have advanced, but I like that it hasn't. <laughs> now, admittedly, the field looked a bit, you know, if 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 it turned out that I saw that field again on the news and there was a man being led out by police, you know, having found, you know the remains of 14 people underneath the scarecrow field that wouldn't surprise me that's the vibe that was going on in that field to be fair that guy deserved to get caught because he could have just used those bodies as the scarecrows and no one no one would have noticed yeah but he buried them underneath the scarecrows be biodegradable as well oh yeah bit of fertilizer mm. just to move away from the fertilizer chat uh today we're talking about Halloween. A time for the morbid, the macabre, and I had to look up how to pronounce macabre. Mm. Is that so, macabre? You know, is it, that how it's pronounced? It's like yeah, yeah. it's like when you try and say, "Oh, that's just got such a lovely timbre," and you can't. What? Oh, timbre. <laughs> you don't know. How, you don't. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do those words without trying to roll my oars. Tim- well, Timbery? Hugh will know that I have a big. I have a big issue with ordering a crescent-shaped breakfast yeah. food. Because I don't know how to say it. Well, we're not moving on until you say. Uh, a croissant. <laughs> I, I, I can't say it casually. I have to really think yeah. about it. Yeah. You do have to go into that making a decision. Am I going to go qua or cra or cr- cross, croissant? Yeah. You, croissant. you see, I just go Philistine and go croissant. Whereas Anya would say, we come um, over and we'll have, uh, we'll have some tea and coffee and some croissant. <laughs> It's because I'm afraid of saying crossant, which I think is mm. the other alternative. Mm. But would you say, would you yeah. say, oh, so um, I'm heading off on holidays. I'm going to London first and then I'm getting a train to Paris. For croissant. <laughs> uh, no, I would not. It's, it, it's only croissant. Um, so we're talking about the Festival of Halloween, celebrating it, trick-or-treating, dressing up, carving pumpkins, haunted houses. Uh, and all the, the, the various parts of the, the festival. Um, so before we jump in, uh, just to continue to fill Michael's shoes, will we start with a, a little quiz? As long as it's a spooky quiz. It's a spooktacular quiz. Okay. What, define spooktacular, please. Well, I put a bit of time into it, Will. You know. <laughs> Is that all you need to do for a spooktacular? Will it scare me, though? Because I'm not... I'm... No, it's not a scary quiz. Uh, okay. So, what family has the motto? I'm gonna try some Latin here. Sic gorgiamus allos subjectatos nunc, which means we gladly feast on those who would subdue us. Is it the Trumps? <laughs> is it is it is it a real family or is it a fictional family? Oh, I mean, I was going to go sort of with like either Dracula's family or the Borgias or Hannibal or something. Dracula's but... family. Yeah. Vampires have families too. A couple of kids. They're just really old because they're immortal. Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's is it? Am I am I getting closer if I say a, a TV family? Yeah. Do-do-do-dum. Keep going. I, I, does does the theme tune just keep going like that? Like, yeah. Really... Oh, do, 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 do. No, is that it? No, nope. that's the price is right. <laughs> 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 that's counting. Uh, I'm going to need a name though, Hugh. Uh, the Adams Family. The Adams Very Family. good. Okay, question two. Have you ever heard the Monster Mash? Yes. One point to me. Oh, can, we not, can we not combine? Yeah, I have too. In fact, I was singing it earlier today. No, you haven't. The Monster Mash is fundamentally unknowable. Ah, because the song is about the Monster Mash. The song is about the Monster Mash. Uh, it's about they yeah. did the Monster Mash. They did the yeah. We've never heard the Monster Mash, and it's it's fundamentally an unknowable song. It's a real Michael question. I actually. still think Will's heard it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I've heard it. <laughs> you can't say I didn't think, that he I hasn't. Thought, I thought you were talking about the meta song. The song within the song. Yeah. Have you- Mashed potatoes made by Frankenstein. <laughs> Do you like them? Yes, I'd like to dine on the monster mashed potatoes. Monster mashed potatoes. Monster mashed potatoes. See? Yeah. That's the one you're talking about, right? That was lovely. Now now you've all heard it. I wonder so. why that didn't sell. Our final question in seeing if you can sit in judgment to Halloween is which uh, fictional ghoul uh, came into existence first? Dracula or Frankenstein's monster. I mean, well, have you read Dracula or Frankenstein? I've read Frankenstein and I've been to where Bram Stoker wrote Dracula. Nice. So that's some pretty good stuff. I've been to Whitby. Yeah. That's the town. Went to Whitby with my family. I do know the answer to this, Will. Do you know the answer? No, I don't know. I think I think Frankenstein was at 1815. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say like 1826 or something and Dracula is like 1896 or around 1900, I think. But. Guys, that is very impressive. So uh, Frankenstein was released in 1818 mm. and Dracula mm. was released in 1897. Well, oh, looks like we got a couple of experts on our hands this evening. Pretty spooky podcasters here. Pretty spooky that we got that right. Do you want to set out your opening positions on Halloween? I don't like Halloween. Yeah, fuck Halloween. I don't like it. I think it's it's scary for a start. I do get okay. scared. <laughs> I think it's uh, an excuse for oh. bad behaviour. Um, it's uh, I don't like when I'm hearing bangers and things going off in the sky in the weeks around it. Do, do you mean songs? Do you mean just really popular songs? <laughs> yeah, like people playing Don't Stop Believing and Bohemian Rhapsody and Living on a Prayer. That is your... Your Some really current references there. Bangers, yeah, yeah bangers. Ah, <laughs> oh oh, no, but Stop bangers have bangers. to have a bit of banger. Like Ed Sheeran's not writing bangers. Niall Horan's not writing bangers. That is an absolute. How many of their songs have you listened to? They are not. I wouldn't even say writing bangers. I'd say they're churning them out. Bangers, ah. no, but banger. I think banger. A banger needs to have a particular level of energy about it. And yeah. your most recent frame of reference for that is Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not criticizing. I'm just asking. Also, Bohemian Rhapsody, not a banger, an epic no. song. Don't stop me now by Queen, definitely. A, Don't stop me closer now. Closer to a banger. You see, that's a banger. Yeah, well, I was going eighties. I guess eighties are real bangery, like Bon Jovi and who else did I say? Eighteen eighties or nineteen eighties? Depends. I mean, Dracula had some bangers in it. I'm sure. Anyway, I don't like bangers, um, except sausages. I love bangers and mash. Monster Mash again, back there. There we go. It's all drawn together. <laughs> you just did that like it, like you weren't allowed to not do it. That was so, you were like, I, I have to say. It. Well, there's the word connection. Yep, we yeah. will interrupt and say this if I don't get it out. So it's yeah, out. exactly. Look, we uh, we know the dynamic, but uh, but no, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the. Not that there's pressure to dress up because there's not really. I just don't. I think dressing up and trick-or-treating is great for children of a very particular age and then it should not happen for anyone else ever. What age is... What's the cut-off point? Like, I suppose I should... I would say about 10, but I suppose I should let it go to the end of primary school. So, like, 11 or 12. Nice. Do you think it should be, like, a system when kids stop believing in Santa, no more trick-or-treating? Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, like we gave you the opportunity for free stuff and you've said you don't want it. Yep, so mm. no more presents, no more tricks and treats. Mm. Will, what's your uh, take on the uh, the feast? Glad you asked. Uh, when you say the feast, I assume you mean the feast in celebration of Barbara Powers' birthday. Who's <laughs> Barbara Powers? Yeah, good one, good one. Barbara Power. Uh, my grandma, who passed oh. away last year, who was born on the 31st of October, 1920. No, 1921. 1921. Uh, so she, uh, it was her birthday. Growing up, it wasn't Halloween. It's Bubba's birthday. I couldn't pronounce Barbara when I was a kid. Her name is Bubba to me. Uh, so it was her birthday. And any time it was Halloween, I got really annoyed. Because I was like, it's Bubba's birthday. She'll be celebrating Bubba's birthday. So I just feel like Halloween is an attack on, on Bubba. I know what you mean. My mum's birthday was uh, the 11th of September. And certainly, speaking of attacks, um, that <laughs> certainly felt as though Osama bin Laden was doing his best to steal her birthday. <laughs> and was it a bit awkward for years, the immediate years afterwards? 
on her birthday. Well, he was never invited again, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I accept, I accept that's probably not the biggest problem with the day, but, Uh, you know, he could have chosen another day. Yeah. Um, Hugh, if you ever forget to, or deliberately don't want to go to a Halloween party in a costume, do you say that you've arrived as a muggle? So first of all, I suppose you're you're presupposing that I would go to a party, Will, which yeah, is a, a stupid which question, is a dangerous <laughs> assumption. Um, no, I don't really. But no, you'd arrive at six p.m. sharp. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I have a few serious conversations with people and then head home. Um, yeah. I don't. <laughs> Bed by I, seven. I don't really like the whole. Oh, actually, my costume is blah. You know, when you don't have a costume at all, like I feel you either do it or you don't. Yeah, Will. What what's your go-to Halloween costume? Uh, I I honestly don't I don't remember the last time I think the last time I dressed up for it was in like 2010 when I was at university and I I used to have a shaved head and so I shaved my beard I shaved my head uh, and I got a big old white sheet and wore it like a nappy got a blue t-shirt and went to a party as Tommy from the Rugrats and no one else had dressed up and (laughs) the girl that I fancied said I looked like Dobby so that is horrible. But I mean, the thing yeah, I want to know, Will, night. is that if the girl you'd fancied <laughs> said you looked like Tommy from the Rugrats, would that have been much better? Yes. Yeah. Because th- that's why I, w- I was dressed up as Tommy. Yeah. I looked like Tommy. But I just mean in terms of sort of presenting yourself as a sort of, you know, desirable object. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that wasn't my aim with this. Okay. That wasn't what I was trying to do. But I also wasn't trying to look like a house elf. Yeah, sure. Just just a so giant she, baby. So did she just have bare legs? I'll be the first one to say that Tommy Pickles is hotter than Dobby. Uh, like, I, I never thought I'd have to say that and record it, but I think that's true. <laughs> a stunned silence falls over the studio. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll snip that out and play it everywhere we need to, you know? You, you're Hugh basically have a big problem with how scary it is. Yeah, well, I and I am very averse to scariness, so I will say right now that I um have I don't watch any horror movies. You know, like I, I like I've literally watched I would say one movie that is absolutely horror. Like I've watched your sort of you know your Silence of the Lambs or things like that, but I don't think that's horror. I think that's sort of you know psychological thriller and things like that. I've watched. Did you watch that by accident, thinking it was going to be a lovely thing about a field. And you're like, hold on a minute. <laughs> Suddenly there were scarecrows everywhere. Yeah. Um. The only horror film I have ever watched is uh, one which uh, my cousin and uh, regular guest of the show Philippa was in, um, and that's the only reason I watched it. And oh, I yeah. didn't really enjoy the experience because I found it too scary. I mean, that is a scary film. It's mm. called Host, and it's set on Zoom, and it's very scary. Oh, no, different film, then. <laughs> I mustn't have watched Philippa's oh. other one. No, this was uh, Midnight Man. Oh, yeah, Philippa's not in that one. <laughs> no, did you ever see Philippa's Midnight friend Man? friend Hayley, and my friend Hayley is in that. No, I never saw Midnight yeah, Man. Yeah, it's a scary film. Ooh. But yeah, I do feel... I, I do wonder if Anya's actually set this all up, and suddenly one of our screens is just going to go black. I was trying to think of a way that I could scare you guys in the middle of it, but I think you wouldn't enjoy it at all, Hugh. So. No, you'd freak me out. I was once I was once over at a friend's house in, in when we were in college, and there were three of us there, actually. And, you know, we were just doing nothing, and we were going to watch a film. And I suggested that we watch Goodfellas, which I really enjoy, and some other films mm-hmm. got thrown around. And then one of the guys said, what about Paranormal Activity? And I said, oh, listen, that's that's really not my thing. And they knew it wasn't my thing. And they were like, no, 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 we get it. But, like, will you just give it a go? And I was like, no, no, I, I, I won't. And they said, look, look, you, will you just... And I said, listen, look, we're close enough friends that I'm going to say, you absolutely can watch it, but I'm going to go home. Okay? Is that okay? And they're like, no, oh you're spoiling... And I said, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Like, there's no issue. But I, I'm absolutely going home if you put that film on. Whoa. Yeah. I did not know this about you. Why, oh, yeah. why don't you like... Sp- spooky stuff i couldn't deal with that you, sort you of must thing. have hated my introduction it really freaked me out i was i was kind of thinking i was <laughs> back in the field with those scarecrows again uh yeah so I, what... I don't i don't like being scared i know the whole thing like that it's i don't know does it 
<laughs> I was about to say, does it release endorphins? Because that's the sort of thing that people on podcasts say. Um, but it probably does. I don't. Yeah, I th- I'm sure it does, and it's adrenaline and all of that. Yeah. But but I don't do roller coasters. I don't do you know fast <laughs> things really. So I, I guess I'm Keep not listening. Li- Keep listening. I'm not an adrenaline junkie. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> cricket snooker fan Hugh O'Connor. <laughs> I think it might be that it releases whatever the hormone is that makes you bond with people. So if friends do something scary together, or watch a scary movie, it, it makes you bond with each other. Mm. And that's why it's a good thing to do on a date or similar. Not for you, Hugh, yeah, obviously, yeah. when you wet yourself in the, the cinema seat. But uh, Hugh, have you ever tried reading the Wikipedia articles about movies, scary movies? Yes, that's what I like and to I absolutely enjoy that. I do enjoy that. And sometimes... Hold on. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that was such a weird question. I was about to absolutely attack you for such a weird question. And when you said yes, I, I've never been more surprised. But you see, Will, it's it's because Spooked because me. I know I'm never going to watch it, I can then go and mm. read the plot. And actually, sometimes I think the plots sound great. I think these plots are really, really cool. And there are films, I believe, yeah, yeah. for example, you take a film, which I believe wasn't very good, The Purge, um, but it's such a great idea for a movie. Oh my god, it's an incredible idea, and I'd I'd love to read yeah, the yeah. plot of a of a good version of that. But and in, to be honest, I I'm less scared of that type of movie than your if anything supernatural going on, basically like The Exorcist or something. I will never watch it. And I know people will say, oh, it's not actually that scary. I think I, it's just it's not me, you know. So Hugh, how do you feel about oh. slasher fix slasher picks? Um, haven't really no, watched you any of with them. Haven't really oh, watched so... any of them either. Yeah, so, but it's more it's more the supernatural end of the. End of the I think the yeah. supernatural is an absolute no no. Whereas the slasher, I I wouldn't like them no. either. Like I don't like being jump scared either. And Will, how do you feel about horror films? I I feel absolutely baffled about Hughes' thoughts on horror films. Um, I, yeah, I quite like them. I haven't. I don't really actively seek them out. The film I mentioned, Host, which is a film that's uh, made all on Zoom that uses the pandemic as a a horror movie thing and it's all set in an hour it's absolutely the last that's the last horror movie i watched and it's absolutely terrifying and like jumpy and also like tense and all that kind of thing but i guess i when i was younger i did like i made the mistake when i was a kid of watching the blair witch project when i was like i was way too young to be watching it but it came on tv and i put i put it on and it was before i really understood things and it was like it's done i don't know if you've seen the blair witch project you probably haven't obviously you, you probably read You've read the description of <laughs> yeah. it. It's about Tony Blair and things were tough. Yeah. <laughs> Late nineties, you know. Um and uh yeah, they they it's done like in a documentary sort of style or a mockumentary style, and I'd never seen that before. And I re- that really freaked me out. That really freaked me out. But since since growing up, I I don't really get like properly scared by a film. Because I'm very aware that it's a film and like it'll affect me in the moment, but it won't I think it'll it'll make me jump. It'll spook me rather than scare me, I would say. But I like horror films. Great differentiation. Do you ever get scared by books? Or spooked no. by books? No. I've, I don't think I've ever... I can't say I've had that experience. Because I do um, have that. Like, And again, I wouldn't... Like I say, I'm perfectly happy reading those summaries and things like that. And there will be some books I've read that... Again, not horror books. I'm looking at my bookcase here. See if I can see any. Yeah, but there... it, do, it did look like you were glancing back at a ghost. <laughs> yeah, do you like do you like horror books? Um, but I think um, there are definitely books where I've been scared by bits in them, and then genuinely would have that sort of almost you know caricaturish thing of you turn off the lights and you're lying in bed and you're thinking of something from a book. So like that has happened to me certainly. I'm very easily yeah. scared. I'm very very cowardly. I think that you should be. To, you had to go and read the Wikipedia version of the the book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'd prefer a dramatized version of the Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of like a controlled scare, Hugh. You know, where you can just read the Wikipedia page, digest the plot, and then you know, not really engage with any of the actual spookiness. Yeah, but if it's a particular Spook. scary Sounds one, scary. it probably would still get me. Um, like I do remember, <laughs> I read the, I read the. The plot I can't for, get over this. I read the plot summary for Paranormal Activity, which I gather was an amazing. <laughs> it's not even a good film. plot. It's just, it's just stuff falling off a shelf for two hours. I gather. I'm told that it's an amazing film for it's not. fans of horror. Um, but it's not. 
Um, anyway, actually, but- fans of the show will enjoy this. I went to the sequel with Michael, and I went <laughs> to the bathroom in air quotes for like half an hour at the end. So I think I was quite scared and just came in just as the credits were rolling. Oh. But what what possessed Michael to go and see that? Michael loves horror. Michael absolutely Does loves he? horror. Yeah. Oh no, he's mad about mm. paranormal activity and all of those ones. Or what? What's your position on horror films? So uh, Anya. Uh, I, just, I wouldn't seek them out I get very easily spooked but I do love reading weird stuff on Wikipedia like even kind of unsolved mysteries that's mm. kind of that's my drug of choice but then yeah. it's all fun and games during the day but then when you, if you're alone in the house then I would be genuinely terrified but the cure for that is to watch something funny and then, then it's fine I think the cure for that listening to true crime stuff late at night is just being in the demographic that's more likely to do all the crime and then you feel comfortable because you think I'm probably the most likely <laughs> yeah. to and we're very good at that you. Will we're very yeah, good I'm, at fitting I, that demographic yeah. you know? well I think I think I'm slightly better than you because <laughs> Yorkshire Yorkshire's good yeah no I was going to say because I don't I don't have to read the Wikipedia entry <laughs> of horror but I would find stuff like true crime uh scarier than say supernatural stuff for sure yeah I, yeah I, yeah i agree with that that's definitely some p- podcasts i've listened to and i'm like oh but it's more like a i think I, I i don't yeah i mean i obviously get scared i get scared of stuff i'm a bit bit of a coward too but horror movies i think it's easier to it's easier to compartmentalize horror movies and less easy to compartmentalize true crime because it's true yeah great point and have either of you ever had a paranormal experience on halloween or otherwise and did you like it and was it legitimate (laughs) (laughs) i i can't think of a time that i have and i think it's because the ghosts know that i really want one like i would absolutely dig having a ghost story and it's just never happened to the point that like when i was younger i remember being like oh can i see a face no i can't and every so often you know you look around and go "Ooh." Ooh, that looks like a face and then you go yeah but we're primed to sort of see faces and then you go shut up scientific brain i want to see a ghost do you do you think you really want to see one like if you saw one i suppose if you saw one and and nothing bad happens it would then be a a thrill in the story wouldn't it well i no, i i've never had i I mean i feel like you know you have those moments when you're alone in the house and you hear something creak or drop or something but it's presumably just a door creaking i know i'd i'd absolutely hate it it uh unsurprisingly (laughs) yeah it's uh it's just it's just not for me you know i think (laughs) it's just not for me he says (laughs) i'm surprised Uh, it hasn't happened to you i'm surprised you haven't magnetized the ghosts towards you with your cowardice <laughs> well i suppose here's the thing yeah do do was well, on you first of all you tell us if you have a paranormal activity and then i want to hear a paranormal experience um, <laughs> and then i want to hear it's like it's like i've only ever heard of one horror movie and that's the only thing i can mention <laughs> it's like i don't really like exorcists um i was and then i was going to ask about about belief in ghosts mm. uh, so i don't think i've ever had um uh, paranormal activity as you call it Hugh but when I was in school we went on an adventure weekend and uh, <laughs> so you know the way you're all up during the night and somebody got the idea to do an Ouija board and <laughs> I think I'm only just over it <laughs> and so we we gathered around we didn't have an Ouija board so I don't know what we made it out of like Scrabble tiles or something and then um, so if you guys had to 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 commune with somebody you know anybody from human history you know who would you pick and for some reason we settled on michael collins which is obvious the obvious person for a group of 15 year old girls to to contact so um we tried to make contact and somebody was obviously moving the pieces and yeah michael collins yeah and we were terrified like i i don't think i enjoyed the rest of the trip at all because i was convinced that i had like I had I had messed with the the the, the liminal veil between the living so and the dead. I don't really get the Ouija. Do you all have your hands on it? Yeah, and it's meant to be like you say, "Are you Michael Collins?" And he goes, "Yes." Though he doesn't, he moves the the piece around so that it goes to why yes. And so basically, uh, he moves it through someone's hand. Yeah, 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 and you're and invoking then, them. And then they pretend that I didn't deliberately do that. Yeah, so obviously somebody mm. is. I mean, the, the Ouija board started out, I think, as a board game. Like, it was a mass-produced board game. I game. do remember I um, I was on a school trip when I was, yeah, fifth class. So I guess about 10. And um, 
there were three of us in the room overnight and we I remember at one point we were chatting away or whatever and uh, then someone was like oh, ghost stories we tell some ghost stories and I think I let it go one ghost story in and then I was kind of like does anyone want to tell any jokes <laughs> <laughs> And I think I even pretended to tell a ghost story, which ended in like a funny reveal to try. And I was like, no, I just, yeah, just not, never, never, not for me, not for me. (laughs) Do you believe in ghosts though? Will, you say you want to see one. Do you believe they're out there? Uh, I think, uh, no, I think the answer's no, but I really want to because it's way cooler. Like Mm. (laughs) it's a much better story and it's more exciting. And it's like, ooh, the spirit world. Like, I really like that idea, but I also, like, I'm a bit of a cynic, too, I suppose, or a skeptic. I really would like them to exist. And I like when people tell them, tell when people tell me stuff that's happened to them, I'm like, oh, cool. And I'm like, more fun to believe it. There's probably a scientific explanation as to why that happened, but I like, I like the story. So that's me hedging my bets. Uh, I think I, 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 there's a part of me that loves all that stuff and I love Halloween and I love all that you know I love the idea of it but I think fundamentally I don't really mm. believe in ghosts do you? not in the not in the sort of you know seeing Hugh, Hugh just really hopes they don't exist <laughs> no I no I don't but I suppose I do think that like you know you have so many people in the world who, whether it's, you know, religious beliefs or spiritual beliefs or or even just beliefs of, you know, people who've gone but they still have a feeling of them or they still feel they have a connection. I think yeah. it comes down to that thing of, like, I don't know, well, I, I, should I, should I, if we're playing legitimate likes bingo, should I, can I now quote Hamlet? And, uh, yeah, you yeah. know, the whole, I'm, I'm going to get it wrong, obviously, but the whole, there's more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy, you know? And it's that thing of, you don't know what's going on. So, like, not, not the and classic. Some people do have very convincing stories. Yeah, yeah. You know, you do, like me and Michael Collins, I mean, look. Yeah. <laughs> there's no other explanation. There. I know what I saw. <laughs> did, uh, what did yeah. you see? Nothing, nothing. I saw nothing, and I spent, I'd say, I'd say a week, like terrified to my bones that I had, yeah. and we were all afraid to tell our parents because they they'd be annoyed at us for like messing with the undead. I think that's, I think that's the the funny thing. All right, there's that idea of like, and again, if if you had a, if you have a child, and like, let's say you you don't believe in ghosts pretty much, and you don't believe you believe this is all nonsense, and yet, if you found your child playing with the Ouija board, I think you would kind of be bit freaked out almost you'd be like no that, i don't want that is that. that a totally irrational reaction well it is if, if you, think if it's you don't believe yeah. then that's not then the, yeah. does that mean you do believe in something or you just we're all it, it's that fear of the unknown we're definitely we know there's stuff going on like yeah i don't know i'm i'm gonna be scared tonight i'm telling you after this podcast <laughs> i'm gonna keep the light on <laughs> leading on to that is a possible con to a greater degree or lesser degree that halloween could be considered a bit offensive you know that it's it's to know, to no, no, that it's making light of <laughs> Halloween as we know it is making light of well, a I suppose a religious festival, mm. and b, uh, you know, a lot of kind of dark stuff. Is that disrespectful? I think it's so far gone from any link to like the celebration of the dead. Like I think Christmas, Christmas is obviously massively commercialized and obviously Santa in my opinion is completely commercial and not not at all related to Christianity. But, you know, loads and loads of people um Christian people obviously will will have, you know, they'll st- even if they're not sort of very active Christians, they'll still have a a crib in the house or they'll have some link to the nativity or they'll have that, like there's still that link with, with Christmas. Whereas I think with Halloween, it's so separate from that. You know, I don't know who really has any link back to that thing unless you're... Well, I'll, You do. I'll tell you. Okay. So, no, sorry, in, in my research, so there's a whole... I had heard something on this, about this on the radio last year in Ireland, but also in the US, maybe unsurprisingly, it's a big thing, that a lot of Christians think that it's very disrespectful, especially for kids to celebrate it. Mm. And there's some fantastic resources on the internet for Halloween alternatives for religious kids, and maybe you as well, Hugh. So they include inviting people to a light party, which is where everybody dresses up as things like superheroes and you're not allowed to be anything ghostly Sounds or ghouly. 
And my favourite suggestion was that instead of a haunted house attraction, that you would bring your children to something called a judgment house. <laughs> Which, when uh, I looked it up, is... Uh, where I, you, I am know, just br- going to guess that a lot of yeah. these children live in judgment houses already. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's where you're brought around a house and you're it's kind of like a, a performance art piece where you're shown the consequences of, of your bad decisions. And that might be how you would get your kids to engage with the festival of Halloween. Oh so God. there are people who say... Sounds like that might be the way you control your children into like a shameful, repressed life. That yeah, a lot of shame. Terrible. A lot of shame. Uh, but it's interesting. So there's people who say that it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's, it's disrespectful to the subject matter. So obviously if you're, you know, a religious person, in Ireland there's the All Hallows Eve element to it and then uh, you know the kind of the more extreme elements as well but you, you don't find it offensive you just offensive to your uh... well just because it scares me yeah okay and, yeah. and what about but I mean yeah. there, there is just isn't there a lot of a lot of bad behaviour on Halloween like in terms of ruffians and louts and <laughs> droogs out on the streets you know lighting fires and is that you pronouncing drugs wrong or is it no it's, <laughs> it's, it's Hugh's the... only ever seen it written down <laughs> yeah. no one's ever offered him any so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, okay you, you've got me but um, but no isn't isn't that a thing like isn't it a very hard night for police officers and fire officers um, because everyone's up to mischief and mayhem all over the place I think any sort of celebration of anything you know, gets co-opted into a reason to get pissed. Yeah. Which, you know, it often comes it when we're talking about this stuff. It's like, is it the fault of the festival? Because I actually really like the idea of like taking it back to what it was and being like allowing the spirit world into this world. I think that's so, so, so much cooler than knocking <laughs> that's on That's Hugh's worst nightmare. <laughs> Guys, let's get together and get the spirit world into ours. My yeah. house Friday night, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I will say though, Despite everything I've said, I do think it's a great thing for kids. I think it is great. I think there's lots of opportunities for fun, and but in a very innocent way. You know, you carve your pumpkin, you put on your costume, you go out, you get some sweets, and then, you know, you head back home. And if you're 12, then you don't. You stay at home all evening. So, watch so a funny film. On that, so trick-or-treating, which you've mentioned, is, is, is that a pro or a con of Halloween? I think it's a huge con, only because Treat is doing a lot of the heavy lifting in trick-or-treat. Because... I've never heard anyone ask for a trick and I've never heard anyone go out on the town with a trick prepared just in case. And I hate that. So are you in favour of more vandalism on Halloween? No, I'm, I'm in favour of the option of trick being an actual option. But is trick not, not doing something, something bad to the person's house? It is, yeah. Well, I imagine that's what it's become, but I don't think that's what it always was, no? I think it used to be basically yeah. If we it was it was a certain amount of uh, so, so is it just a hostage situation? It's demanding it sweets with menaces. Give me a sweet. <laughs> okay, yeah, massive con. Trick or treating is a massive con. Also bad for kids' teeth. Yeah, uh, and and their brains, I guess. When I went trick or treating for the first time, I think first of all, I had a homemade costume, which was a teenage mutant ninja turtle costume that my mum made, um, and. But I, I had, there was a mask part to it. Firstly, I was scared to put the mask on myself. So, like, I was too, I was too scared to be within the mask. But then secondly, um, when we went around the houses, um, I, uh, even though they would bring out a bowl with, uh, with some sweets and chocolates, I asked, could I have an apple? Oh, that's so nice. That's so annoying for the the homeowner. I was like, no, you can have a mini Mars. You can... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take a fun pack of buttons or get out. Yeah, and they yeah. probably knew I didn't have a trick in me at that age. <laughs> yeah, that was your trick. Will I have a bit of obsession with a, a an attraction in Ireland called Pharmaphobia that I've been to six times or something? So Pharmaphobia. Yeah, up until before the pandemic, uh, a group of me and my friends used to go every year, and it's not really the sort of thing that you need to go to twice, but I've been many times, and it's an enormous farm that gets turned into like sort of a haunted house installation where you get scared um mm. and Hugh I think I asked you did you want to go one year but you you haven't gone the answer was unsurprising me. yeah yeah <laughs> uh and uh so I I I think that's sort of like a good trial run for how you'd survive in a haunted mm. house what situation. were some of the and I use the phrase very skeptically attractions at this 
<laughs> they called them scare attractions, actually. I mean, I hate that. That is. I hate that just for the the bastardization no, of the language. Does not scan. So it you buy like? Scan. Are you are you doing the five scare attractions or the three today, madam? Should, like, I'll take all five. Thank you very much. They should be bad um, attractions or like unattractions. <laughs> so one of them is a haunted morgue. And to get in, you have to, Hugh, you would hate this. You have to lie on one of those, you know, the things that go into the wall in a morgue. Oh, so you lie on one of those and it goes into the wall. <laughs> and then at the other side, there's just a load of men screaming at you. And then you just run through. Um, then there's one, this is the worst one, is a, is a corn, like an actual corn maze. And you're walking through it and there's I think, various... I think they're called maze maze. A maze maze, yeah. you're dead right. And, uh, just a maze square. Th- you could... You can hear a chainsaw somewhere in the distance and smell like the fuel from it. And uh, eventually you come to this the centre of this thing and a man jumps at you with a real chainsaw and chases you. It is and there's always the fear, like what if what if a murderer has actually Yeah, well listen, okay, first of all, I can't believe that that I'm the odd one out here when you're describing this and like it does everyone not think that sounds like like, why would you... You could sit at home and eat some food and wa- even watch a scary movie if you want. I won't. But, like, that's what... Like, the people who sign up to work at these events, surely they can't be trusted. What do you want to do? I'd like to uh, scream at a girl who's on a mortuary slab. Uh, ideally with about 11 other male screamers. And then she has to run through us to get to the edge of the room. That'd be great. You. I'm going to level with you. The industry that I work in as an actor, there aren't many jobs going around. No one wants to do that job, but God damn it, you'll take it if there's a chance a casting director will go through that morgue. Hugh, I think you'll love this as well. So it's in Mead, but it's kind of on the border with going up the north. So a lot of them have that kind of Cavan accent, oh, yeah. the ghosts. So there's a lot of... Like, Welcome I can't to Falmophobia, the scariest yeah, yeah, place yeah. in Ireland. Exactly. And then the, the last... The kind of the pièce de résistance as you're leaving is there's a crashed hearse in a field and you're ambling by it and suddenly somebody somebody just leaps out of it. It's oh. I do feel it's less scary you. with the accent as in if someone says I've crashed me hearse, can you help me out? <laughs> like does that not make yeah. it less scary? No, definitely, definitely. But the, and then the other one is kind of a vampire situation where you're going to kind of an old an old kind of church and there's all sorts of, um, yeah, it's 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 horrible. But it's great. But, I wouldn't, but wouldn't so explain to me though, I suppose, and this is what we get down to. You, you are. It's horrible. It's horrifying. It's terrifying. But that's the good thing. Do you enjoy it in the moment? Do you enjoy it afterwards? What's the? Where's the, uh, the buzz for you? Yeah, after when you get out of the scare traction, uh, it's great buzz. And because uh, I've been so many times, we like to compare it to previous years, you know, um, and. I love all the it's you're you're running for so much of it as well like it's a great kind of I don't know it's just <laughs> you really get the steps it's just in. a workout yeah it, it it is you're running through a corn maze um and uh what's the other one there's uh, oh there's kind of an insane circus which is horrible it's all flashing lights and you know it's 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 great and you're just out in this creepy farm um would you do that will yeah, I really want to do that. That sounds really cool. It just sounds like a like an immersive piece of theatre. Sounds really. It fun. is. It's really yeah. fun. Uh, and there's actually one next door to it called the Haunted Spooktacular. So I love that there's two haunted farms in Ireland and they're next to each other. I've never been to the Haunted Spooktacular. I don't know if it's back on this year with the pandemic. Oh, but, yeah. No, uh, the the Haunted Spooktacular hasn't existed since 1933. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Hugh, if we uh, took this on on the road, would you go and we could we could uh, we could take take the show to Pharmaphobia? I'm absolutely going to give you the same response as when my two friends wanted to watch Paranormal Activity. I would say thanks. Feel free to do it. I've no problem with you doing it, but I'm going to go home. <laughs> and you could. Is there anything that you could be paid to do it? Yeah, I would. I would do yeah. it for enough money, obviously. Yeah, I mean, if you told me... Name your price. Oh, yeah. I mean, Anya and I have played this game over the years. Um, Like, how much money would I need to do? I mean, I would need a bit, but at the same time... I'll pay for your ticket and I'll bring you for a McDonald's. No, 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 no. I know okay. I'd need into the thousands. And a thousands? glass of water? Yes. Yeah. If you offered me 900 euro to do it, I wouldn't do it. A hundred quid? No. hundred quid into your Absolutely pocket? Absolutely not. Into your pocket? Absolutely not. 
unbelievable well it's great and you, you should go um it, it's really really good but there i think there's a very extreme version one of my friends has done that i think is banned in several countries that's like a very that you go through on your own and i don't think i could do that okay so we haven't had just to kind of i suppose review we don't really have a whole lot i mean the only pro that we've really had so far here is that you think that it's kind of nice for kids mm. young kids kind of a diluted version of halloween um and just a lot, a lot of you saying that it's just too scary I mean, I guess it's like that's the ultimate like compliment to Halloween. It's it's really succeeded with you. That's yeah, true. it's very good at what it does. And your other con was that it's an excuse for bad behavior. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is, and I stand by it. I don't like the bangers. Um, but but I suppose that's the thing is that lots of people would say, and it comes back to the horror film thing of it's scary. That's why it's great. Whereas for me, it's no, it's it's scary. That's why it's that's why it's bad. You know. I think it might be a bit kind of analogous to a runner's high, maybe. Mm. I, can, I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Noted runner. I mean, I hate running yeah. as well. So if that's... Uh, I think... No, but when people tell me, oh, I love running, it's so worth it for the high, I'm just like, like I can't compute that at all. No. So I think you might be in that yeah, sort of space. And I mean, I, I think it's just, it's that experience of fear. And it, it's like where fear fits into the other, into like your emotional spectrum. I remember someone describing once that they they reckoned the opposite of the opposite of love is fear. The opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is fear. You know, because love is all about security and safety and that and fear is about the absence of that. All your security mm. is gone, you know? See, I don't think fear is an emotion so much as it is kind of a an experience, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not like being scared and fear to me are kind of it's like the difference between love and lust you know mm. like if, if you're at pharmaphobia or you're watching a scary movie you're not really afraid like the things we're all afraid of are like i don't know getting sick or uh you know losing your job yeah or, it's, you it's know, funny there's, it, a, there's a great bit in um one of the narnia books one of the one of the lesser red ones i feel the voyage of the dawn treader they're on this ship and they're they're traveling through the seas and they're trying to find these sort of lost lords who traveled there years ago. And every now and then they come upon different islands and they have different things going on in them. But there's one island and they get to it and it's very dark. And then this guy comes running down the beach to the ship, basically screaming for help. And then he gets onto the ship and they say, what's going on? What's going on? And he said, we need to leave. We need to leave. That This is the island where dreams come true. And all the sailors are like, oh, amazing. I bet where I'm here, I'm married to Nancy. Or maybe I'll go here and I'll be rich as whatever. And he's like, no, you morons. It's not daydreams. Your dreams come true. And then Whoa. there's like a few seconds of silence. And then they all just hell for leather, get the ship going as fast as they can away from the island. Wow. It's pretty cool. That's if very that was cool. true for me, I'd have a small baby uh that like a newborn that turns into a grub sometimes Ew. without oh me being able to God. know a little small grub and then turns back and turns back and then my cat pablo keeps trying to eat the grub that's also my child that doesn't sound like it's a fun island does that happen oh. a lot that dream no it just happened like a couple of days ago and it was very stressful <laughs> I had a dream, Pew, I told you about this, that I was in a relationship with Colin Farrell and we kept trying to go to the swimming pool and he was he had such bad alcohol problems in the dream oh. and that they they were like, sorry, we can't let you in. And I was like, I can't, I can't use the swimming pool. Um, and we were just kind of loitering around outside. Like, the swimming pool's not filled with whiskey, mate. What are you talking about? Yeah, they, they, they just, it was going to drag down the tone so we, we couldn't go in. So I mean, that was my dream. We have to get Colin Farrell on the podcast to respond to this. To defend himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't is, want to, I don't want to live that. Is Colin Farrell a drinker? Is that your subconscious just doing strange things? I actually Googled afterwards. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, no I'm sure he's a listener and you know, yeah. as a as a peer of ours in the entertainment mm. industry, you know, I hope I hope he doesn't take any offence. But uh, yeah, I certainly don't want that that dream to come true. Well, okay, so as as children, right, like, what did you find really, really scary? So, like, I found quicksand really, really, that was something that really terrified me, even though I I rarely have ever had to contend with it. What were your big fears? I know yours are probably everything, Hugh, but maybe we'll start with Will. Uh, when I was doing a poo, a rat coming up the toilet and biting my bum. <laughs> um, well, now I'm terrified a... of that. Thanks. 
If it makes you feel any better, I read an article recently that said that has started happening. <laughs> oh my <laughs> what? god. Rat, rats have got more confident. <laughs> no, sorry. Can I just say that's not getting more confident. That's get uh, you could call it kinkier, you could call it into other <laughs> stuff. That's not confidence, okay? Cute. It takes you said like you're confidence. giving out to a child. It's not clever and it's not funny. <laughs> to walk to scramble up a, pa- a a passageway filled with water where at the top poo happens that's what's in it for the confidence. rat that's what i want to uh, i guess a big juicy bum uh the warmth of a house <laughs> i don't know what your bathroom looks like yeah i suppose I that is the thing in nice fairness the rat all the rat knows is that it's a way up into the light and god help it when it realizes where it actually landed uh, so that I was always scared of that, and then I also I said this to um, oh no, so the other thing I used to be scared of when I had a shower, I used to be a little bit scared of closing my eyes in the shower because I thought like what if a man arrives with like a knife and attacks me, so I used to be a little bit scared of that. And I told my friend at school, Matt Smith, I told him this, and he said, yeah, I sometimes think the same, but about a shark, and I was like, that's fucking stupid. How's a shark gonna get in your house? Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. At least mine is based, like, the shark wouldn't survive. They can't live out of water. No, you're right. Just touch their nose. Come on, Matt. Um, Onya, before we sort of, like, get towards the end, what's your take on Halloween? Do you, we never really, or I forgot it. Uh, we never uh, asked you. I'm, I'm a big fan. I hate the fireworks. I hate the antisocial behavior. Uh, mm. Love Halloween, though. Nice. I think it's great. I think it's great. I I, I love the, the food, the, the fun the emphasis on the spooky and the scary. Yeah, I'm here for it. But I suppose, I is it. it that kind of... I don't mean cartoon scariness. I mean kind of... Pastiche. Is that too scary? Yeah, yeah. That sort of pastiche, almost romantic scariness in a way. Yeah, and it's kind of a controlled scare. Like mm. The stuff we need to be scared about is, is stuff like getting hit by a car or like, you know, you know you're... I don't know. Climate change. Dark, you know, but, Sorry, climate change. Climate change. Yeah, what's well, you know? So, uh, it, it, yeah, it's a kind of a controlled scare, uh, and it's just fun. And I love the kind of the gothic side of it and everything. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. Mm, nice. I've been a little bit, a little bit spooked. I'm a little bit spooked now. I have to say. Well, you don't. You you obviously don't get a vote on the podcast, but you've you've made your you, you know you've set out your stall. You've you've made your position clear. So, will are, are you ready to? to make a ruling on on halloween yes i am ready to make a ruling on halloween are you ready halloween yeah i'm not sure i'm gonna surprise anyone but we'll see do you mean spook anyone that's true that's true yeah um i really like the origins of halloween i love that i love the idea of you know there being a, a a day that's dedicated to like mixing between the spirit world and this world i think that's really cool i like when people like it However, it has the audacity to be on the same day as Barbara Powell was born, and it shall always be Barbara Powell's birthday, and it shall never be Halloween in my eyes. Sorry. It's not a legitimate like for that incredibly personal reason that no one else can relate to. Okay, so now it comes to me, and, you know, I think I think it would be reasonably easy to, to suppose you knew where I was going with this vote. I have to say, after everything we talked about, I, I don't know, I kind of can see some positives for maniacs like Anya who enjoy the pharmaphobia type thing. And and as I say, kids, and listen, the kids in school are going to be so excited about being able to dress up. Um, but I'm actually, I, I, I actually feel like I, I nearly would have just voted with whatever Will said just to uh, to stop a tie and risk the ghost of Michael past coming on to, to break the tie. <laughs> But um, I think I, I will stick to my original position, which is that, uh, yeah, I don't like Halloween. And therefore, because I don't like it, I don't think it's a legitimate like for the world. Wow. So it's officially an illegitimate like if you like Halloween. Uh, sorry. Yeah, and it's, sorry. it's obviously only only mere, mere days away. So, you know, at this stage, I know it's awkward to cancel it, but sorry, guys. Yeah. How do you think Michael would have voted if he was here? Oh, Michael loves Halloween. Of course he does, you know? Of course he oh, does. Oh, does he? Um, yeah. This is like the end of a horror film where I realise I'm turning into Michael and that's the most horrifying thing of all. 
<laughs> oh yeah, God Almighty, what have we done to you? But thank you so much for turning into Michael on you. I, I, I mean, hopefully he, he just con- continues to have kids and never returns. Yeah, <laughs> like he continues to channel his presence. Endless yeah, podcast exactly. paternity leave. Um, yeah. How do you feel about this verdict? Uh, I think I think it's a pretty mean spirited view of of what is just good good clean fun. Yeah, that sums okay, me well. up certainly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, 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 I enjoy the discussion and the what what led us to here. I feel will that I've really shown a side that maybe you didn't know of me. Anya, I did not know any of this. This has really tickled me. Yeah, Anya, would you say you knew all of this? You knew the extent of it all before? I mean, I didn't think, oh, Hugh's a big thrill seeker. Yeah. Let's go to Alton Towers and follow it up with, you know, I don't know, yeah. hunting zombies. and I don't know. But I I didn't realise you were quite so... I thought you were more calm and collected. I thought you'd be too rational to be to be scared yeah. of stuff. That's mm. a very. That's exactly what I thought. I hadn't put my finger on why it was making me laugh so much. And, I, and I, yeah, and I guess I I would consider myself very calm, very rational, very practical. And yet, I guess it comes back to that whole thing that even though we all say we don't believe in ghosts, we're still ready to be scared when all the lights go off. You know. Mm. I don't think we should end on that note. That's so scary. Yeah, well, it's a spooky episode. Like I say, I'm happy. I'm happy writing a spooky episode. I just don't want to. I just will never listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Someone update the Wikipedia page if you, there. If you think you're going to get a song on this one, it's going to be something very cheery. It's going to be a banger. Don't stop believing. <laughs> I thought you might do the monster rush. Well, you'll have to wait till the end of the episode to hear, won't you? Okay. So if you've been listening to this, thank you very much. And also, look behind you. I'm only kidding. You're fine. Or are you? Uh, this has been Legitimate Likes. I have been Will, and that's been Hugh. Thanks, Hugh. Thanks, Will. Uh, thanks to our special guest host, Anya. Thanks, guys. And thank you, mostly, to the ghost in my heart <laughs> that's currently behind you. Um, thank you very much for listening. This is Legitimate Likes. If you like the podcast, then please tell a friend. Uh, rate it five stars and tweet at us with your spooky stories. Hugh, any final thoughts? No, that's about it. I'm going to have a very, very scary evening. Or scared evening. Maybe not scary. I'm not going to be scary, but I am going to be scared. Um, But yeah, listen, I mean, one thing I would say, yeah, please do tell people because that's how people find out about the podcast. And we also really enjoy hearing from you. So please do message us on Instagram. Tweet at us, you know, tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what episodes you want to hear in the future, you know. Do it. Have a very merry Halloween and a happy new year. Goodbye. It's late October and Hugh is getting scared inside his head. It's getting darker. He's worried about the beasts under his bed He's so afraid Of ghosts and ghouls and even his own costume He can't be swayed This truly is the worst time of the year He's filled with fear Cause this is Halloween The time to be afraid of all the things that can't be seen Yes, this is Halloween He's frightened all year round But this is the most afraid he's been Well, Anya's crazy She likes it when she's chased around a farm She's no idea if she'll survive or suffer grievous harm. She's into danger. She wants to talk to those beyond the veil. And it gets stranger. Michael Collins is the phantom that she chose. Then he arose. It's paranormal activity. 
you went home from his friends Cause he was too afraid to see some paranormal activity Instead he'll go online and find the wiki Read it for free Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.